There are two basic motivating, motivating forces, fear and love. When we are afraid, we pull back from life. When we are in love, we open to all that life has to offer with passion, excitement, and acceptance. We need to learn to love ourselves first in all our glory and our imperfections. If we cannot love ourselves, we cannot fully open to our ability to love others or our potential to create. Evolution and all hopes for a better world rest in the fearlessness and open-hearted vision of people who embrace life. That quote is from John Lennon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gospel Truth, the place where you can sip your tea and drink your coffee at the same time. And we we ain't mad at you if you add a little wine to it. Might look at you a little funny, but we still got you. Right? Rain, who is in the house with us, a.k.a. D.C. Trina, and she may kill me for saying that, but, you know, it's all said in love. <clears throat> I didn't I didn't come for I didn't call for so please say it big. Um my brother Antonio, ninety nine point nine, that's his dial, you heard me? He's always ready. So when you need him at a hundred, he ain't got far to go at all. Who am I? I am the one with many one name, many personalities. And that's the way we're gonna keep it. I am our major. Again, welcome to the gospel truth. No bullshit. Let roll. The How mid. we doing out there? Oh, shit, we good. Miss Rain? Uh, I'm, I'm 4780 right now. Wait, she is 47 what? 4780. 4780? Four seven eighteen. Four seven eighteen. Is that a police code? It's breathing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm good. How are you? How are you, Armin? <laughs> I don't like what you said. That. <laughs> I already know I'm in trouble, and I don't even know what I did. <laughs> I don't even know what I did, but uh, I'm fine. I am fine. Good. Glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, so, my Antonio, goodness. I've got a question for you. How do you handle it? Because I'm used to you being in trouble with her. How, how do you handle it? <laughs> Well, how do oh. I handle it? Yeah. Well, you just got to keep rolling with the punches and just know when to be quiet and stop. All right. Is, that, is it that time yet? Yeah, it's about time for you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What, who, somebody, had, somebody had a song. They had it. Let it go. <laughs> Let it be or whatever. Frozen. Yeah, no, that's what you need to let it do. Let it go. <laughs> let it be. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So, since we got plenty to unpack here, let's start from 
our family down there in Alabama. <laughs> with, with the phone <laughs> the ah. Oh my God. <laughs> with oh the folding chairs. The WWE, somebody got to smack him down on him. I saw the video, but I don't know the why of the video. What happened? You don't know why? You know the real no, problem? Yeah, I saw the video, but I had it muted. Okay. I saw <laughs> part I of it. I keep oh, hearing people talk there. about the folding chairs, but I didn't see the part with the folding chairs. Is the video like 20 minutes long? Man, thing, it's so many different parts. People got different angles. So okay. what happened was this uh, security guard, he was an older gentleman, uh black guy, mm-hmm. he was telling uh, some Caucasians, hey, they can't park their boat in this area because of the riverboats. Mm-hmm. And so they started jumping in his face. Yelling at him, cussing him out, pushing him, and so him. They I guess the guy him, said, right? "Yeah." So the guy said, "I guess the Caucasian guy said, you know, let's get to it." So the the black guy threw his hat up in the air, and uh, they started jumping on him. So a couple other black people started seeing what was happening. They started jumping on them, females and all, because he had they had females in their group, and so they started jumping on the black man and all the black folk. Started jumping on them and beat and gave them the beat down. Somebody had a chair that was somewhere around, and the man started swinging. <laughs> he, he hit everybody. He hit the lady with the chair, the man with the chair. Yeah. I saw like it the first turned. four minutes, and I think so. The part that you just described—that's the part I saw where he was telling them to move the boat, and then he got jumped by all these white people, men and women, or Caucasian. Yeah. Men and women, they jumped him, like literally jumped him. And yeah. I saw the boys jump in the water and swim over to help him. Yeah. And then another guy run from up top down to the bottom where he was to help him. And then that's where the video cut out for me. And then I started seeing oh. these memes about the folding chairs and all that stuff. I said, it must be more to this video. Yeah, it's more angles of it. I mean, it's people from like all the black people from everywhere that started coming in because they were jumping on the guy. Yeah, I'm looking at the video now, and now I see, I'm at the part where it's four guys in on it, and a white girl as well. Oh, sorry, a Caucasian lady. Mm-hmm. And then the ladies, the black ladies, the black, Go ahead, I'm sorry. the black ladies, no, the black ladies went on on her. They threw one lady in the pool in the water. They told her she got baptized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm looking at how close they are to this riverboat as well. Somebody could have gotten killed. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. All I can tell you is, <laughs> he threw his head up like there was a smoke signal. Hey, y'all. Time, it's about to, I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> he sure did. He oh, threw his Lord. head up like the hell, the hell with his job. Today is the day. <laughs> I just can't so, believe yeah. that they had the boldness to do that. <laughs> So, come to find out, that particular area is where blacks were being sold at, uh, Africans and stuff were being sold at, of course, uh, back in the day. And then also one of the, yeah, slave block. And then also one of the Caucasian guys and his wife are business owners. Mm. Yeah. So that people already look 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 them up and everything. One guy posted his uh 
posted his face on top. Uh, one of the Caucasian guys posted his face on TikTok. He said the old man can hit hard, and both his eyes are black. Face was all sold up. I said, wow. This is a lot down track, buddy. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hmm? I hear you. What you say? I said they were going way too much. Yeah, yeah. And they just weren't ready for the repercussions. You know, a lot of times people do stuff thinking that this is back in the day. And the, the and younger generation. Not. And I'm not going for that no more. Yeah, them days are over with. Yeah. They left him somebody in the side too. Yeah, they are. They really are. And then the workers, it was, it, was, it was more workers that jumped in too. Mm-hmm, I heard From that. They said the um, boat didn't even land or dock, fully docked to hurry it to river boat. They mm-hmm. said it didn't even dock for the people who was jumping up. <laughs> jumping up and get over there. And they when they got know. there... And when they got there, them boys were ready to fight. Them boys came with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, I don't know if y'all seen the one with Farrakhan holding his hands. With a smile. With a smile. Oh, you know, man. Another, another meme, if you all remember, what's that movie that had um, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Red Fox and all of them. Remember, he went to the jail and bailed everybody out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. bailed everybody the out. They show, they show Richard Pryor talking about, I want all 100-something people out of jail. <laughs> Cash. That's <laughs> 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 it, man. This is something else. Mm-mm-mm. I, one thing I can say, I'm proud to see that our people stuck together and looked out for each other and just didn't allow that to happen like that. Yeah, I agree. Because too many times we stand by and record but don't protect. Mm-hmm. 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 Which I, ne- I never understood why people do that. Yeah, but... I mean, it's it's the fears that, you know, the fears that have been placed in us to, like, not get involved because you do get involved and you may go to jail or, it may, you know, you may be doing the right thing and then suffer for making a decision to do what's right. So it's just, it's, it's a sad state of affairs when we have to live in a world like that. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <sighs> um, did y'all hear about Tory Lane? He could be sentenced, um, I think, up to twenty two years. Oh wow. Now I hear about that. You know, for the shooting of uh, Megan Stallion. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Megan the Stallion. <clears throat> hmm. Twenty two years, good lord. Okay. Well, plus he's a. You he's think that was too person. much? Um, I I just want to hear what the jury got to say today 
on this. Let me see. I don't know the full story. I know he shot her. I don't know where he shot her, but he shot her. her. In her okay. foot. Oh, okay. So he pulled a uh, Eddie Murphy Harlem Knight in a pinky toe. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, did he intentionally shot her. Yes. Okay. Then I don't know if he gets twenty two years. I mean, because if he shot her in the foot, to me, that's not an intention to kill. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I love me some Megan, so I I don't want any part of her, you know, with holes in her. But mm-hmm. um, twelve twenty. I'm not a fan of Tory Lanez. I I don't even know. I've never heard anything by him. So if I mm-hmm. if the, I've heard something on the radio, you have to tell me what it, who it is. If it's him. <clears throat> oh. Interesting. But he could have at least said, I'm sorry. He did oh. on the um, phone at the from the prison. Sure did. Oh. He, he Which not is probably why then? he got 22 years, because he's too dumb to realize that everything he say is recorded and can be used against him in a court of law. Well, obviously he wasn't advised accordingly by he his uh, attorneys. He knew he that. He, this, oh. I'm, this ain't his first rodeo. <laughs> they tell you. Okay. They tell you that anyway. They tell you when you make the Word call. The call <laughs> yes, when they call the, before the call connect, it said like three times. This call is from a penitentiary. Please, um, <laughs> I mean, this call is being recorded and monitored for. <laughs> we got we got anti grief on today. <laughs> Oh, we got anti grease. That's funny. That's funny. You talked to me. I remember at least two or three times you talked to me about having grace. In the last couple of weeks, you you've been anything but merciful. Good lord. <clears throat> well, if he showed no no remorse, didn't know how to say I'm sorry until he was behind bars. Then yeah, twenty two. I'm finally well, twenty two years. He kind of got like scooped up immediately. Like, it wasn't like he shot her and had time to come back and say, I'm sorry. Like, he shot her. She she reported it immediately. They picked him up immediately. They locked him up immediately. So he called from the jail. He was talking to one of her friends, and he was, you know, making sure she was all right and saying he's sorry and all that old craziness. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <sighs> but I, I oh. still want to know what uh, what the sentence would be from uh, the rest of the Supreme Court. Well, um, I'm gonna I'll put it to you like this: somebody shoot one of my sisters in the foot, yeah, life. <laughs> <laughs> Give them life. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> my head hurts. <laughs> Please don't oh. make me laugh. I got my grade. <laughs> oh, oh man, uh-uh. give him life. I'm fine with it. So, so life, yeah, life for, life for shooting somebody in the foot, and um, no jail Mm-mm, time. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. 
That is not what I said. I said life oh, for she one of my sisters. sisters right. Okay. So what what sisters in the foot? The, what's, an, what's an appropriate punishment for shooting Meg in the foot? Hey, if he gets the full 22 years, I have no arguments. But for and 22 so, years, yeah. I'm not even going to say what I, I'm sorry. Let me take that back before I say anything else. Go ahead, man. <clears throat> I, I said 20, 22 years is good. You say it's appropriate. It's appropriate. Oh, my Lord. <clears throat> what? So what do you say? I'm not saying nothing. I'm pleading with this. Oh mm. no! Oh no! No no! Come on! Ain't that I think it's Ain't I think it's appropriate though. He just for one he did he discharged the gun. You had an intent to shoot. Um, twenty something years give you time to think about it. So wait, mm. let me ask y'all a question though. Haven't people gotten less time <laughs> for murder? For murder? Seriously. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That, I guess that's why the twenty two years is kind of throwing me off a little bit. Seriously, so yes. attempted murder, attempted well, you murder. you do know for you, assault, yeah, aggravated assault carries more time than actual murder because a person may feel like they live in, they have to live in fear. You know, like they, the trauma associated with it and the fear that that person, the fear that you may come after them again. So it's more so for that, the victim that survives security that, that you know, that you serve out more time. Because most people don't give you grace. They, you shot me, I want you in jail for the rest of your life. Or I want you to get the death penalty. That's their thought process. So to appease that mindset, the law has been, um, the law has um, long since punished somebody for attempting to murder a person. Um, And some people, and it's probably appropriate for most people that um, attempt to murder someone um, because, or they really shoot you with the intention of killing you because the the reality is in most cases, those people will come back after you again. And sometimes they be in jail and they find somebody else to come after you. So that's why attempted, what they call it, aggravated assault. Um, but aggravated assault carries more weight than um, actual murder charge or homicide charge. Okay. So this is why I think the law just simply doesn't make sense a lot of times. Now, the way you explained it, <clears throat> I understand it. But think about it this way. If you you said that they give you in his in Tory Lane's case, you're getting 22 years because you the the person whom you actually assaulted may be in fear of you that you're going to come back after them, right? With a mm-hmm. shorter sentence, which is a, a possibility. I hadn't thought about that. I didn't think you would want to go back to jail for the same thing, right? After committing murder, but it, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So now, let's just say you committed murder. Mm-hmm. What about the family? What about the family that's grieving? Shouldn't they be yeah. able to uh, get some some more time as opposed to just 10 or 15 years? No, they do. Um, now, you know, when a lot of times when, yeah, um, a lot of times when they, when the families come and they give their opinion or whatever, um, you know, it's at the judge's discretion, right, to accept whatever time is being contemplated or to add more time. And usually mm-hmm. based on the defendant's, um, based on the defendant's demeanor, whether they're remorsive, things like that, um, if there's a history of mental illness, they they factor in all that stuff. And so it is possible that you can get more time based on how you carry, you know, how you carry on the heinousness of the crime, you know, like whether it was a crime of passion, these different types of things. So 
they factor all those things in when making a decision on whether or not to um, give you, like, a, a, a hefty sentence or give you, like, the minimum. So with most murder charges, there's a minimum and a maximum. And so the, all these things factor into whether or not you get, which one you get, the minimum or the max. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Whereas with the aggravated assault, it usually is just like, okay, it's 20, it's, it starts out, the minimum starts out high. The minimum may be like 20 years or the minimum wow. may be 25 years, depending on what state you are in. So at the end of the day, what you're really saying is, based upon the law, this is what you're really saying. Yes. If mm -hmm. you're going to pull out a gun, you need to go ahead mm -hmm. and use it, and you need to shoot to kill. Yes, mm -hmm. and you better know the That's law where you live at. Gotcha. Because from state to state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that makes that makes that makes absolutely no sense at all. I can shoot somebody in in this in Megan's case, pinky toe, right? Just I know it was a we're just gonna say the pinky toe, and this dude mm -hmm. gets twenty two years, but if he mm -hmm. killed her, he may only get fifteen. Right. Man with good behavior. That that just makes no sense to me. Whereas to me, in my mind, um, if he took her, if he had taken her life, and I'm not I'm not wishing that, of course, but if that had happened, if he had committed murder, then one of two things would have been sufficient for me: either the death penalty or life in prison. One of the two, a life for a life. But <clears throat> he shoots her in the foot, and he gets 22 years. So yeah. wow. And, and I don't believe in the, I don't believe in the whole life for a life thing. Like you kill somebody, you know, you take somebody's life, then you automatically lose your life. Because the reality is, people take people's life and self defense all the time. Um, there are really situations where there's um, accidental deaths and stuff like that. So I'm I'm very, you know, cautious about saying the life for life. And then you have people that, um, you know, like. Um, they lose it, they snap because somebody did something to their child or whatever. Do mm -hmm. they deserve to go to jail for the rest of the life? Uh, or um, do they deserve to do some time in jail? Maybe. Or do they deserve the death penalty? Absolutely not. Because that person, it may have been a one-time thing that triggered them and they lost it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, you see that happen in um, relationships where, uh, I mean, in situations where a father walks in on somebody raping their child or somebody breaks into their house and is trying to kidnap them. You know what I'm saying? So those type of situations and they are trying to protect their family, um, you know, or, and things like that. Not that I say that we should be vigilantes. That's not what I'm saying at all. But there are moments mm -hmm. where things happen where there needs to be some grace. Like I don't feel like those type of people should get the needle for doing <clears throat> what they feel is right. What do you think, Antonio? <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> are you giggling a lot tonight? I, no, I agree with you. I don't think uh, it should be like an eye for an eye because if you do something to one of mine, you gotta worry about me calling the police. I'm handling. I have the police. Um. So okay. So I think, so one of yours. Hold up. Hold up. Because you just said you said you taking the law into your own hands and. <clears throat> You're already at 99.9, .9, so 
So somebody does something to yours, what you going to do? It, it, it's I'm plead the fifth. He's going to plead the fifth. That's what he's going to do. He's going to plead the fifth. He is not going to answer that question on this um, podcast. <laughs> I studied to be, oh, I wanted boy. to be an attorney, a criminal defense attorney, before I decided to Thank go to teachers. So, Antonio, you Thank are not you. answering that Please question. Defense. Please Thank move you. on every frame from asking my client <laughs> these type of questions. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh my God. God. The, the, the man trying to set me up. The man trying to set me up. Oh, my who, God. Who is, he, who is he working for? Who is he working for? Acting like a pop right now. No, no, no. He really is. <laughs> oh my God! You trying to set us up? So I'm, just having, I'm just having. I'm in no, the midst no, of no. just having healthy conversation. Tell you that all the time. It's all we doing. So with that being said, what we think about Agent Orange? Because he has so many indictments, <laughs> but nothing's happening. <laughs> and he still got other indictments pending. Right. <laughs> He said, well, I'm going to tell you what he said last week when he was waiting for the third, when he was waiting to uh, go to court for the third one. He said, got one more to go, and that's going to ensure my feelings. <laughs> and, and you know what? Still I believe in, him. In the thing. Case closed. There you go. I think it's all a joke. That's what I think. I think yeah. they're taking taxpayers' money. This man is not going to go to jail. They're putting on a show. No. And I think how they're going to yeah. let him slide out of it, they're going to come up with some technicality, some mistake that was made in the whole uh, indicting process. Something's going to come up that's going to let him loose. This, I refuse to believe that they're going to put Donald Trump in jail, a former president. Let me say it that way. I just refuse to see, think that's going to happen. Well, I think it's going to be covered up, and we'll never know, right? Mm, yeah, true that. True that. Really covered up. Because I think your boy got something on all of them. Remind me of um, uh, um, what movie is that with Denzel Washington? He's the bad Training guy. day? Training day. Training yeah. day. Remember in training day? You think you're going to get me? I got all <laughs> y'all. Mm-hmm. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Ain't got nothing on me. That's DJ Trump. That's DJ Trump. Ain't got nothing on me. He's going to on all of Mm-hmm. Boy, you, you so know think about that, this, What does this say about the, the other candidates? The other candidates, right? They, this man has three, three indictments so far with one pending, and he's already been found uh, guilty civically in a rape trial, and yet he is still dominating. No one can touch him as far as the polls are concerned. Mm-hmm. So what does that say about the rest of the candidates? Distraction. What is this about America? Well, we got we asked that answer when he first got into office. I've been saying that for the longest. I've been saying that for the longest. We got that answer. All of my distractions. They gonna keep us distracted while they do other things. We gonna keep our minds on Trump, and then all of a sudden. That's what I'm about to say. Be reading the paper to see what you're really missing out on. Mm-hmm. True that. And that's, how they, that's how they get us. Yeah, one time. I said, who sang that song, Stay Woke? Uh, um, uh, man, it's on the tip of my tongue. Stay Woke? What's yeah. his name? 
I can hear it, but um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Gambino. Wait, how's it go? Yeah, Charlie Gambino. Gambino. Oh, oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he a, he a rapper too. Yeah, he got another song that's very appropriate. This is America. Yes, that's I love that song. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm. This is America. Which is all true, right? I mean, they are keeping us distracted with this whole Trump thing because they know they're not going to do nothing. Let's be honest. If y'all was going to do something, y'all would have been did it. They do it us all day long. They do it regular people all day long. Right. And don't and don't wait and don't don't waste no time. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm look I'm looking at this lady Fonnie Willis. You start, I think you started for everybody else and you still holding out. I'm like, what's going on? Why haven't you put your indictment in? Why hasn't he been arrested or whatever? And then he don't get arrested. Like how we would get arrested, right? They're, they're they let different. him turn himself in. <laughs> and then you don't have to put no handcuffs on. You just walk casually. Yeah, you get the wave at the crowd. I'm telling you, that man got receipts from these people. I'm sure. I'm sure he was. He was. I know he was on the island. I know he no, got he everybody's name that was on the island. Yeah, he was. And your boy was on the island too. All right, so let me ask y'all this. Uh-huh. Does Trump win the national election? Because I'm going to assume he's going to win the primary. I'm assuming that. Is he going to win the national election? Could potentially. Let me say this, and I'm going to put it out there. Mm -hmm. If they're going to say, if they do the lesser two evils again, people are going to pick him. Um, well, you know how I feel about it. It's always a lesser of two evils. <clears throat> and what two evils are we talking about? Because I'm, mm, I'm pop, 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 POTUS. My, oh, between, pop, pop. okay, between the current evil and the one, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> pop, 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 oh. friends. Okay. okay. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe women. Yeah, I agree. I don't know though, because you know the um the community is very strong behind him and so is um who else is behind him? He got that the community is very strong behind him and and I hate to say this but um, it's the truth. You know, the same way we did Obama, you know, people don't vote based on politics and, and issues. They vote based on color and this and that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They might be able to run it close because a lot of women and, you know, stuff like that. Because a lot of people jump behind Biden to get the first black female vice president. Like, it was a whole campaign against amongst the black women community with the pearls and the tucks and all that stuff and and you know that um that uh verbiage is starting to circle again and become a point of attention again. So, you know. I, I don't think it's gonna work this time. 
That's well, not going to work this time. I, I hope not, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't think that part the is going to work. community has time. a very long influence. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true. And so it's not like they would be doing it by themselves. It would be them in partnership with. Well, I don't know. They're going to hype up our little 13% of people again. (laughs) They're really trying to get our little 13% all involved, like our 13% count for something. <clears throat> so we're saying it without saying it. Trump is going to be president again. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying who it's going to be who it's going to be. <laughs> so who is it going to be? Whichever way it's who you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Who you want it to be? I'm, I'm like I'm like my own neighbor now. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do. We just need to start writing people in. Mm. So, then, so what you're really saying is it sounds like we need more choices. That's what I hear. Mm. We need well, more choices. Well, the problem choices. is this whole, the way they do it, they rig it so that you only have two choices. And mm. even when we have a third choices, the, because the rigging is to guide your attention to the ma- those two major parties, the Democratic and the Republican Party, when you have a conservative mm-hmm. or independent run on the ticket separate, you know, all it does is really take away from one of the lesser of the two evils, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it um, And so it, it ends up putting, in most cases, the most evil in there. So it's not beneficial to have more than two people on the ballot, because, the ballot, because basically all it does is um, put one of the other two primary candidates in position to steal the election. So they just need to work a partial angle because they know, okay, this person is going to pull this this portion of the vote, this much of the demographic, so we only need to work this part of the demographic, and then we'll be able to slide our way up in there. So, yeah. Mm-mm. There'll be one way to do it. And you have to, you have to, you have to come out of that mainstream media and really push a whole different agenda for them to see you. Really, and you got to go to, you have to go like back in the day. You got to get in the dirt. Honestly, you got to get in the dirt and get it, get in there, and say, you know, I'm gonna go to the unpopular areas to to get the vote. Mhm. But that's the thing you have to deliver. Once you get to that position, then you have to deliver, especially if you want to stay there. And that's yeah, another that's thing. That's my thing. You Go about to keep the words right my mouth. Because this is one thing they need to do. Like, if you don't deliver to the people that you promised stuff to, then we need to be able to pull your coat here and sit you down. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. we have a conversation with you. And I think if we have, if they have more accountability, right, then that'll change mm-hmm. their whole narrative on how on how they treat their constituents. And that and goes I think from, like, all, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And I think also when we start looking at, when we start looking beyond the presidential seat, right, and we look at what these people are doing when they're in the congressional seats or they're serving as mayors or serving in some other political capacity and just really looking at them and seeing what they're doing in those moments, right, 
Like, are they reliable then? Are they coming through then? And if they can't do what they're supposed to do for the community and do what they're supposed to do for their constituents then, what makes us think that this person's going to be an effective president? What makes you think that they're really going to um, adhere and get involved and um, take care of the issues and things like that that people need um, resolved and worldwide, let alone in the local community? So if you can't take care of your local community where you're serving on a regular basis, what makes you think that this person will get into the White House and um, get in that position and be able to really make things flow? So, yeah, I think um, I think that we got to start opening our eyes, and that's why we always tell – and um, Antonio is really good about expressing this all the time, that really your president is your local representation, right? And so those mm-hmm. are the people that try to move up and elevate to the position of president um, and stuff like that. And so, and those are the ones they try to condition the, and, you know, the congressmen and all those types of people, and they try to get them like, okay, let's, all right, you've been around a while or whatever. You're, you, you don't, your background, you don't have any skeletons shaken out. So we're going to try to push you this way or whatever. We're going to try to groom you from this position to this position right on up to the presidency. They can see that or they see who they want way in advance, you know, and then it's like, okay, what did they do on the way up? But nobody pays attention to that. They just like, oh, they represent our state. Let's vote them in. (laughs) So, But you know what happens with that too, though. So what they do is, when I say they, I'm just talking about, the people who are in charge, they blind you. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They completely blind you. And, again, it's a distraction, right? They'll throw something else at you and get you, and you'll be like, yeah, yeah, let's just go that way. Yeah, let's do it this way. And you forgot, like, what is about the, you know, what you're supposed to be doing or what you're supposed to be looking up. They will blind you, and you will never know it. Right. Yeah, and that's what happens most of the time. People are mm-hmm. kept distracted. And that's what's going to happen with this election. It's all distraction. Mm-hmm. We we will stay distracted. Yeah. Because we're going to be looking at this, this thing with Trump. <clears throat> Just like how many distractions have we seen and and how many times have money gone to Ukraine? And they they they, they said real quick seventy six billion dollars. dollars. Yeah, but then you heard nothing else about it. They do it real quick. Mm-hmm. Seventy six billion dollars, and we have homeless here and hungry here in America. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be his. That's gonna be one of his other problems, right? You don't want to call a recession a recession. Now, I don't know if you all been paying attention. I didn't know until my son said something to me. He was like, Dad, gas prices are going up. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and today, I was watching the news. They said, yeah, gas prices are creeping up. I was like, wow. Have y'all not noticed it? Mm-hmm. I didn't notice oh, yeah. it. I, I did. I, oh, yeah, I noticed I, it a couple of weeks ago when it started. I yeah, did. I noticed uh-huh. when it took me fifty dollars to fill up my gas tank. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't notice it. <laughs> and then I was at the grocery store. I said, "This is ridiculous." Like something costs mm-hmm. like two dollars now it's like four dollars. Mm-hmm. Every and uh-huh. it's, that's what I was going to say. It wasn't even like a slight increase. It's like it's doubled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I heard the cause of it is the um the high temperatures. 
And because of the high temperatures, the drillers cannot drill as long because whenever it's over 95 degrees, there's more danger in drilling for oil. So due to that, they've had to cut back on their hours. So therefore, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, the demand. So tax the reserve, the part that's already drilled up. Hold on, hold on. We 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 going too fast. Y'all slow down. Oh, slow down. Slow down. Y'all okay. took me for a loop. Y'all, y'all took me for a loop. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so you saying, right? No, no, no. no. Uh, you, uh, 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 uh. It's not what, what I'm you saying. What you just said. What you just said. Is what I heard on the news. On the news. They said mm-hmm. it's too hot out there for them. It ain't been hot mm-hmm. all these other years. It's been cool. So, yeah, I don't also, think it's been this hot. At least that's the way they promote well, it. That's well, how we promoting. know? We've never been. So, okay. So what they're saying is making sense is what's going on with this whole BRICS situation. And right? When I say BRICS, this means all these other countries that have the oil on lock and they want them to use the cryptocurrency. Right? I don't know if you all been paying mm-hmm. attention to that. Mm-mm. So Saudi Arabia said they know. So with this BRICS thing, like all these other countries saying, hey, we we want to we want to prove much. Uh, kill the U.S. dollar. And so now they all have gotten together. <clears throat> right. So they all have gotten together. And so Saudi Arabia, which is one of the biggest oil people, Russia and the rest of them, said we're no longer going to take the U.S. dollar except the U.S. dollar. They have to buy whatever their foreign currency is to, in order to buy oil. Because it was the dollar that was buying oil, so no, they're no longer taking the dollar. So now we're just going to drill what's at home? Mm-hmm. Again, see that distraction? Look at the distraction. Nobody talking about what's really going on. Don't pee on me and tell me it's water. Well, technically it is, right? No. <laughs> I like my water coming out of faucet. <laughs> I, I like mine filtered. I don't want to filter. Oh, you like way. a little lid with your water? Hey, give me a little something. I don't want that. <laughs> but see how they just not no but see how they dist- uh-uh. see how they distracting you? They ain't distract me. They distracted somebody, but not me. I know, cause I was like, wait. Mm, mm, mm. That's that's just not right. That is just not right because if you truly think about that, we um, it's it's that's about to unpack. Oh yeah, for sure. Because now you're taking. Now you're doing something where they've been trying to tell you how to do stay at home because this is one thing that never got me, right? So why we always close down, like, um, when it's a bad hurricane, Texas and Louisiana and all these different places, when a hurricane comes, but then they say, well, that's not where we get our oil from. Sometimes that was me. Hmm. Good point. Good point. Well, uh, best answer I can give you is it's the law. Why do we bury people <laughs> six feet under? 
Why do we bury six feet pe- people six feet underground? Because of the law. No other reason. Seriously, no other reason. I thought there was something scientific behind it, but it isn't. Uh. Mm-hmm. So, well, while they're dead, they can just come back still, so it don't matter, right? <laughs> I wonder whose idea that was, like, why that became law. And that got me curious. <laughs> I'm going to see what I can find out. <laughs> Y'all hear that? Yeah, yeah somebody can so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's the boss loud and clear. Ah, they said prevent body snatchers from gaining access to the bad remains. Mm. So, so is that what it is? Everybody have different things about it. Mm. Interesting. The body. What are body snatchers? People actually snatch bodies. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what it says. dead bodies was common in many parts of England in the so early 1800s. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Six, 1665, during the Great Plague of London. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The Great Plague of London. So they were snatching bodies that possibly or more than likely died from a plague? Uh, yeah. That's not very smart. No, we didn't say these were geniuses out there now. I was about to use one of his. I was about to use one of your favorite lines. It all depends. <laughs> they don't get that. One. They don't get that. Very interesting. So, what y'all think about these UFOs that's going on? <laughs> uh, and them finally, finally admitting that we have aliens. That's the real question. Why are they finally admitting it? Mhm. Cause they can, they're gonna come with something soon. They will say the aliens taking over watch, and we have to get prepared. We need to depend on them. Protect us or assimilate us? Huh? Which one? Are they gonna protect both. us or assimilate us? Oh, both. Gotcha. Both, both of them. Both of them. <laughs> they missed done. That's about it in movies all this time. Try yeah. to make us think we done. Because I'm well, like, ain't nobody's imagination this good. <laughs> right. The ones who not paying attention will be easily led. Mm-mm. Be easily led. That's all I can tell you. I'm sure.
Yeah, so I don't know. This off this, topic. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, what you gonna say? No, everything's been off topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, he we just jumped over the UFOs. <laughs> well, as we, oh, as we know, something nothing better than a spread it something. Wait, what's that? Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just about to say, as we know, this world gives us so much to talk about, so much going on. Mhm. That's true. That is true. So, y'all know that um I had a a um pair that retired last year, right? Yes. Mhm. So I wanted to set up my classroom, and um, you know, we like we had three. Today was the fourth day of school, or whatever. And um, I'm noticing, like, 75% of the stuff that we had in the classroom is gone. <laughs> like, Oh, boy. So I'm like, did she take the stuff to her grandkids? Like, where is this stuff? Take up your bed and walk. Right. So I've been shopping on Amazon like every day, just trying to replace stuff that my kids are used to having in the classroom, right? So um, not I've been able to find like maybe 70% of the stuff I've been able to find the exact same thing. But um, some of the stuff I just, you know, it's probably older toys or whatever, and so I probably won't be able to find them. But so I tried to find a good substitute or whatever, but I just could not believe that, I, I just couldn't believe it. And um, I had some very choice thoughts in my head, and I kept hearing my R major. My I was channeling my inner R major. And <laughs> 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 it was like, okay. you know, this is some real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you. That R major. Okay. <laughs> That are major. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm boy. Gonna... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh, new pair. Oh, shit, parents. I got you. My new pair. She's like, I got a potty mouth. I got you. You want me to get it? What we said for you? Oh, boy. She said, you say some really creative stuff. But you know I could just curse for you if you want me to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, I cannot believe all that. I mean, the amount of stuff that was taken. Wow. And she probably okay wow. with it. That's the sad part about it. And she texted me last week. I didn't even respond to that. <laughs> Let me text her. <laughs> <laughs> Let me text her back for you. I just looked at the message like, mm, 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 I can't. <laughs> I send that. <clears throat> and my daughter, making me late to work in the morning. I think I'm just going to start leaving. I was, in the car. I was in the car today about to pull off. <laughs> She's running out the door. 
Let me go live because I was like, I ain't being late. <laughs> Not for you. Mm-mm-mm. It was so funny. She was jogging out the door. Because I feel like if I tell you what time I'm going to be ready, be ready. Like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, I waited, gave a little five-minute grace period. I said, okay, that's it. I'm out the door. Right. You heard that car start? She came jogging out the um, out the garage. <laughs> that's right. That'll work. You better get here. That'll work. You get it all the time. Mm-hmm. Start playing with me. Yeah, people don't understand. I don't know. I have a thing about punctuality. And you should. Especially when it comes to money, like, you know, going to work and, you know, I mean, when it comes to your your job or commitments and stuff like that. So I try to be on time. Unless I just can't my um my kids they be on they on time all the time. They be going to even my my son, he go to work when he feel like it. I be like, um oh. don't you probably be working at three Listen, mm-hmm. I be like then your then your shift started um three forty five. It's fine. I'll be there by four o'clock. What? Four o'clock? Three forty five. You on the schedule for three forty five? That's fifteen whole minutes that you're gonna be late. Nice. Must be nice. Yeah. He feel like he only want to work when he needs to make some money. Does he want to work for himself? Which is great. I'm all you know. I'm all for the entrepreneurship, independent business. Fully support him, board him everything he needs. But you still gotta be on time. But (laughs) you still gotta be on time. Like you still gotta. Thank you. I'm like you still gotta develop a work ethic. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have any work ethic doing your nine to five, what kind of work ethic you gonna have working your own job? You just gonna work when you want to make some money? No, that's not (laughs) good work ethic. You won't be. You won't be able to flourish like that. You'll be broke like that. You got to wow. have a grind or a hustle. I'm like, I don't know where you get that from. You don't get it from me. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Well, the good part about I don't the reason that's an interesting year. You know, we try to teach our kids to be on time and, you know, respect other people's time and especially if you're trying to do your own thing. Um and they just do what they want to do, like they pick up what the world shows them, and they just do what the hell they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't get it. And that's why I said it's interesting. interesting. Because, he's, like mm-hmm. like you said, I didn't teach you that. Like, wh- where do you get that from? And in their mind, they just say, the hell with it. They need me. I don't need them. It, it becomes a self-centered attitude. Mm-hmm. 
Because I hear my child, he'll say, Man, I do it all. Do one for me. I'm like, it's still that that place is still keep going. <laughs> it may mm. not go the way you feel like it's gonna go, but it's gonna go. I mean, that's just how corp that's how America, that's how this world works. Gotcha. Yeah, because I hear that all the time too. Like, like, do you not? You're not gonna be on time. I got it. I got it. I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> I tell them, let me mind the business and pay me. Right. Exactly, my <laughs> own. <laughs> but what I have mm-hmm. to tell them is while I'm minding the business that pays me, don't think the business that pays me going to be paying for your stuff because you don't want to go home with the business that pay you. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> they sure would try to be in my pocket because they ain't mm. went to make mm-hmm. me home. <clears throat> I would tell my kids, oh, mommy, oh, mommy, don't be like that. Mm. How they going to learn, our major? How they going to learn? If I don't it's your be favorite like that, son. <laughs> it's your favorite son. Don't do that, Bobby. Oh, Who's my favorite son? Whoever. I don't have no Whoever. favorites. <laughs> I don't have no favorites. Whoever at the time. Whoever needs mama the most at the time. No, this ain't no yep. Tyler Perry production. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Not a Tyler Perry production. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Mm. I'm trying to tell these kids, go ahead, do what you gotta do, make your little coin, work hard, save your money. And Christy, going off on him, she be like, "I was he because he was like, uh, you know, he in high school, so he like nine dollars an hour is not enough." Chris was like, "I was making less than that in high school." <laughs> And they're not that far apart. That's the funny part. Mm-hmm. And we bring it home. <laughs> and she was bringing home bigger checks than him, but it wasn't because she was making, you know, and, and clearly she was making less money than him, but she was putting in more yeah. hours. She would show up. Yeah. If you don't show yeah, up, they work. cut your hours. Then you want to complain. Oh, they cut my hours. I can't pick up no shifts. Yeah, because you don't come to work when you got shifts. I want to get you no hours either. You will be the guy that's on call. They get the worst shift when I can't get nobody else to cover. And I can't get that nobody else, yeah. Yeah. You be a guy working on Christmas. <laughs> well, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. That is the worst. So what do what y'all take? What is, what is y'all take on this weather? That we've been having, like the heat wave has been in, one, been in one part of the country, and now today, the storm that's been covering like the whole East Coast for the most part. Well, we got a little bit of both today. We had the heat wave this morning and the storm this evening over here. I don't know how mm-hmm. it was over there, but I went outside. That heat was so thick; it felt like it was punching me in my face. Like literally, it was thick. Um, I took my we we went out on a playground around ten o'clock. We turned around and went back inside after like five minutes. It was that's how disgusting it was out there. I mean thick. 
And then it's like the more you went on in the day, the worse it was around um, 2.30, it was worse. Mm -hmm. Like you just step out and the heat just like felt like your skin automatically dried out. So. I think we're in a big um, old silo. You think we're in a silo? I think we're in a silo. Have y'all heard this term that they've been using, global boiling? I heard no, it's a new one. I you heard haven't heard it. Mm-mm. Have no, you I heard, heard it, it. Major? Okay, so Mm-mm. you know that we were in four years now. They've they've said that we are we've been in global warming, right? Mm-hmm. So they're saying now that we have surpassed that, and we're now in global boiling, mm-hmm. and that's what the climate is leading to. Okay, so now we've gone from warming to now we're boiling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they said, so basically they're saying that that era has started. So, you know, um, it's so it's going to be another major climate change for us, mm-hmm. which I could kind of see that coming. Because, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I pay attention to the weather. Um I don't know if you've noticed, for the last three years, around this time of the year, we go through these storms. It's been like this is the third consecutive year that we've gone through this with the storms. Okay. The thunderstorms and all that stuff. And the, the, um, and the crazy part about it is, like, from year to year, people aren't really paying attention to what the weather was, right? Um, right. So it's like, you know, um, so it's like, you know, Oh, we had we were having hurricane. You know, I was telling people today, like, yeah, we was having thunderstorms around this time last year. We were having hurricane. Mm-hmm. I mean, tornado wonders around this time last year, and the year before that. And people were like, really? You, and I'm like, yeah. You don't remember PTA? The skate parties got canceled because of storms. Every time we had a PTA skate night last year, it rained. Of course, this is branded in my brain because I was at all these events and it was storming the whole time. So it was like every time. So I'm like, yeah, so this isn't something that hasn't been happening, but it has been a pattern over the past few years. But, again, people haven't, you know, they don't pay attention to that. They pay attention to the day-to-day and keep it moving. And then the Mm -hmm. heat index just has consistently been rising. Even um, so um, one of the reasons um, that I moved um, moved down south was because it was warmer, you know, earlier in the year, so like February starts getting warm or whatever, you start feeling like spring weather or whatever. But like even up north, the weather is starting to kind of mirror what Georgia used to be before I moved here. So it's like um, periods where it would be extreme cold are now more warm. Um, And their heat index and their temperatures have been rising and getting as high as it has been here. So it's definitely something. We know what they said, right? Tell me. They say El Nino, and uh, I can't think of what the hell version is. It's some El something. They switching. They they switching places. Mm. So how El Nino is up up out west and up north, and mm-hmm. El whatever the female part of it is, I can't think of the name right now. Um, they're switching places, and so we're mm. going to get a lot of uh, north weather, and they're going to get our weather. Gotcha. And um, so that's what's going on with that. 
So her, I mean, I need to move back. To, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's uh, well, El Nino and La, La Nina. I'm going to send it to you. To both of you. It's La, 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 La Nina. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. But, um, mm-hmm. like, you're right, though. Last year, I um, went, I saw a couple of same things because, you know, with gardening and everything, right, mm-hmm. you see a lot of different changes. So, like, yeah. last year, I had a lot. I had honeybees, right? Come, They'll come and stop by and pollinate. This year, mm-hmm. I haven't seen not one honeybee. I only had uh, a wasp, couple, you know, wasps, and I also had um, carpenter bees that came in. They look like carpenter bees. I'm not gonna say if they were or not, um, but they mm-hmm. um, came and was pollinating. But no honeybees mm-hmm. this year, which is strange because mm-hmm. last year I had honeybees, mm-hmm. and I kind of I put carpet out there. I put a couple pennies out there in my garden, so we'll see. Yeah, we're doing a um, pollinator survey on um, August the 18th because, um, you know, Georgia does an annual pollinator, pollinator um, survey on the 18th of August. Um, so we're going to be a part of the pollinator survey on the 18th because um, I'm just curious to see, like, um, you know, which bees are still coming out and things like that. So we've – like, we've um, – been a part of it for the last couple years, but we can definitely see the um the pollinator census. Um, so we can definitely see like the difference in like um the bees being present that should be around this time, right? Um, mm-hmm. so, um please let me know what, what, what you're talking about. Hmm. I please keep me informed on that. Yeah, because um there was a decline last year we're trying to see whether or not it's been a further decline this year or if it's um, going to, you know, if they're, if we see um, their presence begin to um, rise again or not. And because yeah. our, our um, so I help with the garden at the school so that we can um, basically get the experience and to learn from my own garden and we get to harvest whatever, you know, like when we're out there helping, we get to harvest take whatever we want, tomatoes, stuff like that. Eggs from the chickens, right. all that. So um, that's like the trade-off or whatever. But um, yeah, it's um, um, it's and it's so it's so crazy because people don't even realize how much of your groceries in the store are impacted by bees. Like, you know, if yeah, you were to yeah. see a picture of what of what um the grocery store would look like if there were no bees in the world or whatever. You would have pretty much you would it would be pretty much naked in there, and people don't realize. Mhm. You pretty much have uh, this lab. Everything is lab grown and everything. Mhm. Which is what they lead to anyway. Mhm. So. No, that's what's going on with the weather. Though some people you gotta really pay attention to what's going on with it. Um, take that into consideration. So I have a question. Do y'all, um, do you guys, um, oh gosh, I forgot my question. I forgot my question just that fast. Oh, okay. okay, it'll come back to you. It'll come back to you. Yep, when I'm not thinking about it. 
<laughs> oh, the clone chicken and stuff. So do y'all plan on partaking in these um clone um clone foods? Chicken? Not knowingly. Not just the clone chicken. Not knowingly, no. Okay. You're I gonna, went to um You will have a sneak that on my plate. Yeah, I went to um Texas Roadhouse the other day and I'm telling you I was like, something ain't right about this chicken. <laughs> so, and I didn't eat it. It was like, it, the way it tore apart was funny. The texture was funny. You know how I'm um, like, um, and it's so funny because, like, um, when I, the first time I went to IHOP and they gave me some eggs that were not shell eggs, I was able to tell the difference. In the, um, and I was with a friend. We went going to breakfast, and I was like, mm, something different about these eggs. I was like, I don't want these eggs, something not right about them. Um, I said, are these real eggs? And she was like, um, no, it's just stuff out the carton, whatever, whatever. I said, oh, no, I want shell eggs. Do y'all have shell eggs back there? She was like, yeah. So they end up, um, yeah, she was like, you have to ask for the shell eggs. I said, okay. So, you know, she was like, they use some type of egg substitute or whatever now. So I was like, okay. Well, my mm. friend was like blown away by the fact that I could tell that the eggs we were eating were not, you know, from out the shell, that they were different. <clears throat> And I'm like, when I say I have a true palate for food and how things taste and stuff like that, it's not a joke. So, um, so when I was eating mm, that chicken, I was like, mm, something ain't right about this chicken. <laughs> so funny you say that, right? We got some eggs the other day. And this egg, mm-hmm. you know, our other eggs, we, when you crack the other eggs, one looked mm-hmm. real yellow and the other was pale. Mm-hmm. So it means two different places, right? Mm-hmm. So we bought some eggs from Sam's, and they say they cage free, whatever. Mm-hmm. And but they was in a clear, clear package. And then we went to Kroger and bought some, you know, eggs in a brown, little brown thing, whatever. And case a brown egg carton. And when I cracked them, I cracked one was light and the other one was dark. I said, mm-hmm. "What is this about?" <clears throat> I couldn't put my finger on it. Yes, the yolk. I couldn't put my finger on it. So it's not it's not uncommon for yolks to be different colors coming from different chickens. But um, if the eggs were white in color, like everything. So one thing I have learned about, because I've been eating the eggs straight from the chicken for like the past four years now. So um, mm-hmm. one thing I have learned about um, the eggs from, from the um, – chicken versus the eggs from the store, you know, that they bleach the eggs. They send those eggs through the, the bleaching process. So, Because yeah. I was like, why every time I buy eggs, you know, I was like, I've never, you know, you see brown eggs or whatever, but it's like most of the time when you buy eggs in a grocery store, it's white eggs. So it's like, but every time I get eggs from straight out the chicken, they're really white. Like it's very few yeah. white eggs that are laid from a chicken. So I was yeah. like, how come they got all these white eggs in the store? So they're not, you know, found out about the bleaching process and all the stuff yeah. in the eggs and all of that. But I have yeah. noticed, like, um, from one chicken to the next chicken, there can be a slight um, discoloration in the yolk itself. Um, oh, okay. And also with goose eggs and um, duck eggs or whatever, they can't, you know, um, the yolk, Yolk looks a little different. Sometimes it's a little brighter, um, a little richer in color and things like that. And it also can depend on the age of the eggs. 
So um, as it, you know, they can sit out for up to three. Um, they can sit out. You can have them for up to three months. They can sit on the counter for up to two to three weeks without being refrigerated when they're first laid as long as you. And they'll last like up to four months if you don't wipe the bacteria off of them until, you know, wash them before you use them. But, you know, if you just let the bacteria mm. sit on them, they'll last longer. But Yeah, um, I, found, I found out. You're right, though. Not to cut you off, I did find out mm-hmm. what you said, which made the perfect sense. The eggs come in different colors. Because yeah. my, um, I tell you, my family was was farmers, and I called my great uncle before he passed away a couple of years ago. I was like, he said, "Boy, eggs come in all colors, mm-hmm. pretty much." And he was like, "Come," he said, "Don't," he said, "Don't get caught up on like you said the bleach eggs." So, yeah. Yeah, so if they've been sitting, if one been sitting around longer than the other, that can impact the color of the yolk. So, yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was looking at this thing like, what is this? Mhm. <clears throat> but yeah, something's going on with this climate though, because man, <clears throat> something's going on, and um, if we got to figure it out. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Is it so? I'm glad you um, said something about the garden. So, are you losing any um, of your cro- of your crops? Mm-mm. Actually, ever since I uh, added the um, that copper in there, my stuff has been coming back bigger and much, much more, much fuller. Okay. Uh, the only thing I was well, I was I was having uh, problems with some eating on my stuff on my mm-hmm. greens and stuff, but I found some uh, natural pesticide, insecticide or whatever to to put on my leaves. Usually I do it at night. Mm-hmm. In the morning, I wash it off. Yeah. What you know, but soak in water. Okay. Yeah, soap and water. Um, so I was just, I don't know if I sent you a picture recently. I don't know if I mm-hmm. sent to to Rod. So two weeks ago, did my collard greens, very few, right? I sent you the picture I took off, right? So mm-hmm. today I was out there, and man, it's so, it's so many, it's so much. So, um, no, so I haven't lost anything. Um, oh, well, that's good. Cause I, um, my mint dried up. So. Well. Just keep watering it, but, you know, mint comes back. I, I've had the same mint plant for, like, three years now. Mm-hmm. It comes back every year. If you send me a picture, I can show you how to take care of it and clean it out and get more out of it. Okay. Yeah. Just send me a picture, and um, and I'll tell you what you need to do. Because um, I've, I've had the same mint, like, three years, and um, it's been rolling. So no, nothing. Nothing's. Uh, I'm trying to get more this year. Like this is one of my biggest things this year. Uh, for this fall, I'm trying to add more um, to to my repertoire. Yeah, I want to grow more. Former, Anto- Former Antonio for president. <laughs> get rid of the Bill Gates. Well, he ain't the only one. They said even China. China's buying farmland here. And I don't know if y'all yeah. heard this one. Did you hear this one? 
They're, they're uh, actually, they put, they've sent like 1.7 million, almost 17 million toward the United States school system. I seem like I read something or started reading a headline about that like yesterday or the today. Con- the Confucius Institute. Uh, the Confucius I, Institute. I, you yes, know sir. what? I did see. I saw a video on that, and they were talking about how um, it's more to that too, um, mm-hmm. because they they want to they they want to control like what's in the text and all this stuff. So I had started watching that, and then I started looking for an article on it, and then I started the article, but then I didn't get to finish. I got sidetracked. I'm glad you brought that up because I have to go back and finish reading that because I did see that, see something about that, but I didn't finish going into, you know, looking, reading into just how deep it was because the video was concerning. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. They've been, they've been here in the United States. Been Everybody's been taking, taking that money. Taking money from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Taking money from who? China. The it's from China. Oh. Mhm. For this for this institute, the Confucius Institute. Wow. Yep. So they're definitely. <laughs> it's, it's so much is up to unpack what 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 these people in this world are doing, but they want to keep you blindsided on what they want you to stay focused on. Mhm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think it's like seventeen million or something. I can't remember the exact amount. I'm looking for it, but they put money behind it, and they're taking it. They were yeah, founded back in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. That's what it's they got about. They got one here in Atlanta. Mm mm mm. Well, Emory had it, so they going they ended theirs in two thousand twenty one. So yeah, I don't know. Let me ask you all a question since we're still on this topic. Mhm. And give me your honest opinion, which I know you will. Would you rather be in with the two party system where would you rather be in the red state or blue state? Hmm. Me, I would rather be in a red state. Um, hmm. I don't think, I honestly don't think red or blue actually even exists. I think it's, um... The current current situation, red or blue. Okay, well, since you're giving me no choice, since you're giving me no choice, uh, I'll just have to go ahead and choose red. Okay. Now, why do you choose red? You want me to go first? Wait, he hasn't answered the question, though. I did. Oh, yeah, you, no, you answered the question. No, he hasn't answered the question. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can say stuff like that and then try to fly to the radio. <laughs> no, no. Where you going What's your with color? That? I'm doing red all day. Oh, okay. Well, I'm doing I, red all day. Yeah. I choose red because, um, for one, they don't, the red states tend to, um, which is one of the reasons I'm glad I live in Georgia or whatever, they tend not to go for all the BS and let all of the um, what's happening with the majority, what's happening in the, um, in the gut, you know, like the presidency and all that stuff, you know, like when they pass these laws and things like that, they will fight and push back and kick back and, and do, um, do things that tend to, like when they do that, most of what they do tend to align with my, with my, what my belief system is or what I want and the way that I want things to be done and stuff like that. So I feel more, I have more protections also, like, with the gun laws and stuff like that. They are more in favor of those things or whatever. So um, those are the reasons why I kind of, like, align with the red states or would choose the red states. Hmm. What about you, Major? I don't know what they believe, so I can't say they necessarily align with my beliefs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't. Um, I don't, red or blue state, I, I know you don't want me to say that there is really no such thing as a red or blue state because no, they all work I together. I know you don't want me to say that, but that's how I really feel about it. So, we know. Um, well, we we know that part, but it's a reason. I, I, live, that I live in a red state. I've chosen to live mm-hmm. in a red state now for the last 20 plus years, so... In that respect, and I and I came from a red state. Now the red state I came from, I didn't like that one. But do you not like this one? No, no, no. I, I like this one, but I don't okay. know. It doesn't. <laughs> but here's the deal, though. Just because I like this particular red state doesn't mean I would like another one if I moved to uh, re- relocated to another one. Texas, right. for example. I don't know. Right. I would like Texas. Yeah, right. true. So that I, I, so I don't think it's really down to red and blue as much as it is uh, the law that governs each state. That's what I think it is more than anything. And I think well, I like... That was, a, that was the next one, but no. So I think that's what it is for this particular red state. Yeah, I think I, I think it kind of... I think we're kind of saying the same thing. Because, and so you say that you don't know what they believe or whatever, but obviously the laws that are in place here you're in support of, which is why you choose to stay here. Yeah, I guess I guess that's right. I guess that's Something, right. Yeah, because, like, the laws that are, the things that are allowed here are not allowed where I'm from, you know, and some of the things that are supported here and um, blocked and banned here are not blocked and banned where I'm from. Like, they've made changes and, and all that stuff. So um, that tends mm-hmm. to happen when we're, you know, when when you're not really a state when you have um, taxation without representation and all those types of things or whatever, and you uh, live where the president lives. <laughs> so where everything goes, you know, you just kind of everything falls in on you or whatever. But, um, you know, I don't, you know, and I know you was like, you don't know what they believe, whatever, whatever. But um, when I say align with my beliefs, I'm, I, I'm literally referring to the laws. Like they do not, like the laws and stuff that, um, and they will put put things on the ballot in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? 
and you go out and you vote and you make a decision for your community, for your area and stuff like that. Even though some people miss, uh, you know, miss the opportunity to vote or don't take advantage of the opportunity to vote and stuff like that, I can say that um, those issues, those things that have mattered to me, that I have gone out and voted on, I've seen the results that I wanted to see or whatever. Um, and, you know, especially as a community, uh, you know, coming together and on certain topics and issues and stuff and going to vote, and then those things have gone in our favor. But um, And so for me, that's kind of like what it is, whereas when I was living in D.C., you didn't really see that, you know what I'm saying, like, you voted mm-hmm. for the president and stuff like that, but whatever the federal law passed down, you know, whatever federal's doing, that's what DC's doing. There's no, there's no separation. There's no, you don't have a voice. You don't, you know, even in DC, you don't own your land and stuff like that. So, like, if you have a house in DC, they can just come and say, okay, um, we want your land, <laughs> and and you have to, you know, move out your house and stuff like that. They'll give you some money for it or whatever, but you know, you don't own the land and stuff like that. They have to, I saw that happen to, like, my grandfather. He owned a house, um, and next to his house he had built, he had some land. He put, uh, they were, they did uh, the stuff themselves, their bare hands or whatever, so they um, put down, made a parking lot and built an apartment building on the parking lot. And they came and they took the land. You know, they gave him some money, and um, th- we thought they were going to tear the apartment building down or whatever, but they didn't. They just took over everything. So those types of things you see happen, you know, and it's just like, no, I want to be somewhere where I have a voice or I feel like, you know, things make a difference. So, you know, um, my vote matters or things, you know, make a difference or at least the majority of the people that I live around have the same views as I do and they're going to stand up and go to the polls when it matters and when it counts. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. which is why those midterm elections mean everything to me. Yeah, they should. Unfortunately, it should mean more more, um, to a lot more people than just you, especially with the solutions that is going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was having a conversation. The reason that came up, I was having a conversation with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I'd rather be in a blue state." <laughs> and I and she said, "This red state ain't working." And I said the same thing you said, our major. I was like, "They all friends, really don't matter." But I, some of the stuff <laughs> they doing the blue states, I was like, <laughs> I said, yeah. "You put us through all of that just to say I'm with you." <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> but look at and the cr- look at the crime and stuff in the blue states too. Well, we got mm-hmm. crime in the red ones too. I mean, you have them, but look at the look at the. But if you look at the statistics and stuff like that, it's usually mm-hmm. um, more impoverished neighborhoods, and the crime rates are higher compared to red states, which tend to have more land, more separation. You have crime everywhere, but they mm-hmm. they centralize it to certain areas. You understand what I'm saying? Mm, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> they put certain people in certain areas based <laughs> upon class. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There you go. Some of it's been gentrified, and some of it's just mm-hmm. been set up that way from the get-go. Some yeah. of it, oh, we let's see, y'all got sixth-grade education and nothing higher? Okay, we're going to put y'all over here. Mm-hmm. And they fix it to where you can't go anywhere else, financially speaking, other than that sixth-grade area. 
Right. Uh, that's, that's the world we live in. Sad but true. That is the world we live in. So we live in a world where we can send, uh, well, Pop Pop can say, we're going to support you, you. We got you. Up to $76 billion, we got you. But over here, we got homeless and hungry. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Poverty in America, those are two words that should not go together. Yeah, especially when we got billions of dollars to give to states, to countries at war. Exactly. How's that, how does that exactly. align? That makes no, it just makes no sense. And I don't care who the president is. It makes no sense. Zero. You got money to um, to support people who are at war and to rebuild mm-hmm. countries after you blow them up and all that stuff, but you have people here. Like, you got people here that have to pay for education, that are going in debt and all that kind of stuff, trying to get a, a education to be able to thrive and survive here in this country. You have homeless people sleeping in front of the White House, like a huge homeless population and community all around the White House, um, and then you go to places like California uh, where people are living in trailers because they the real estate and stuff is so high you can't afford to rent it or you got to live 20 people to an apartment just to make the rent and the utilities. So I don't understand that. And you have billions of dollars to just not loan out but just give away to people mm-hmm. at war. Mm-hmm. I, that, that, I've never understood that. And you take our tax dollars and you waste it on a, a charade, a charade, I'm sorry, that you're giving, this mm-hmm. show, rather, that you get, minstrel show that you're giving us with this man that you mm-hmm. have no intentions on, on imprisoning. Prisoning, yeah. You know you And at the end of the day, you. yeah, at the end of the day, you're probably at, at best going to keep him, what, what's the word I'm looking for, out of office? That's what, that's what you're going to do at best. But he's still going to be right. able to do the same thing he's been doing all along whether he's in office or not. Exactly. And his mouth runs like water with lies. Runs mm-hmm. just like water. So. And don't have no problem with it. So red, blue, it's all purple to me. It's all purple. Very Think about it. When we talk about, we know, uh, I've been so frustrated when it comes to DJ Trump since 2015, ever since he announced his, can- <laughs> his, his candidacy, what has happened. He's been in the news every day. Every day he's been in the news. If you turn on the radio to listen to your talk show, they're going to talk about him at some point. And most times they lead with him. You turn on CNN. They lead with him. So you get tired of it. You just get tired. Of it. You know, all I want, it's very simple what I want. I just want what the truth. What you want? I just want the truth. Yeah. You can't I know. People I ain't going to get it. The people who you put it on the line can't handle the truth. truth. <laughs> oh, boy. And see, I hate when y'all are right because sometimes it sounds like y'all just singing in harmony against me. <laughs> and then y'all sitting there laughing. So, but anyway, you know what, uh, Rain? I'm gonna need you to yes, show up sir. on time next week because I need my house clean. You heard me? I'm expecting guests yes. next week. Yes, so I need my sir. house clean. So, yes, sir. Trump or no well, Trump, prison or no prison. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, sir, sir. Yes, sir, boss. <laughs> I'll be on time for you. You know, really, when you think about it, when you really think about it, and I've said this before, Malcolm X said it best. Mm -hmm. When we talk about living in the South, Mm -hmm. he said, "What? What South? You talking about South of the border, of the Canadian border? (laughs) If you're south south of the the Canadian border, you're in the South, right?" Period. He said it best. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Rain. I'm gonna yes, ask sir. you this before we before we shut down. You ever watch Snowfall? No. Okay. So for our listeners out there who may not, who may or may not have watched it, uh, I don't think Antonio's watched it either. But I, I've tried to tell him to watch it. When I was telling him about Snowfall, he was telling me about Narcos. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I watch, I've watched both. Mm-hmm. Snowfall basically is historical fiction. It is a story of how the crack epidemic began and evolved itself here in America. And it was during Reagan's reign. Reagan president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. began his war on drugs. How do you start a war? I'm sorry. How do you, yes, how do you start a war on drugs that you're actually allowing into the country? And I say that to say this. We create problems that don't exist and then Mm -hmm. create a crisis behind it after we've created Mm -hmm. the problem. So crack was brought, well, crack was allowed to come in here by the CIA, and they confessed to it in 1998. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what Snowfall yeah. is based on. Snowfall, Snowfall is based on that exact same premise, and it tells a story within that whole, um, within that particular fact. Mm-hmm. Right? So and it's my about, best friend. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You say it's about, um, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's about the small-time drug dealer who winds up becoming a big-time drug dealer. Small-time, mm-hmm. because initially all he was doing was dealing weed. And then all of a sudden he goes to uh, starts dealing cocaine. And then from there mm-hmm. he starts dealing crack. Mm-hmm. So, but go ahead. Yeah, so my best friend tried to get me to watch Snowfall or whatever. He was like, you know, um, yeah, you should watch it, da-da-da-da. And he was, you know, telling me pretty much the same thing. Um, but I lived Snowfall, so I don't need to see it on TV. <laughs> so, you know, you. I grew up like that's mm-hmm. I grew up in that experience or whatever the cracker epidemic and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. my neighborhood was one of the neighborhoods that was being flooded. And um, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of racist Edmund, um, who was like like the storyline almost sounds like his life. Um, if you like. For for people that are familiar with his story or have ever seen a documentary on him or anything like that, he's been in several documentaries and things like that. And so, um, so yeah, it's is you know one of those things that like Snowfall, um, Narcos, um, it's another one. 
that my kids keep trying to me to watch. Um, you know, all these different things or whatever, you know, they they make it like these are fictional things, but like you said, these are things that actually happen in 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 our communities. These are things that people actually live with every day. You know, when you think about Chicago, like this is really the life of Chicago now. It's gotten so out of control, they can't really back in, you know what I mean, to the point where they've mm-hmm. locked off certain, a certain, you know, like this parameter, we just not even going to fool in this area, you know what I'm saying, type of thing. So, you know, I get it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's and um, they even, and the, the situation that you're talking about, they actually made a movie about it, and I think that um, Tom Cruise played in it. Um, you know, they made they started making movies about all these people that um, were, you know, that uh, were the mules. Like they, um, the one that Tom Cruise played, and he was like the he was a pilot or something, and he was running guns and drugs and all that stuff. And you know, between um, bringing it over into the U.S. Oh, and, and all this yeah, other yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's it's just like even with the privacy, with the you know when we be talking, when we joke, well, people joke about like, oh, I was just talking about this, and then it popped up on my phone. Well, um, that movie Snowden, I think, is what it was called. You know, mm-hmm. that movie they made about him talking about how, um, you know, when people were talking about being paranoid about covering up your laptop camera, making sure the mic on your phone is off, and these Alexa devices and all these different things, these things listen to everything. They're recording everything. They're seeing everything. They literally spy on everybody in the world. And because he um, was the whistleblower on that, he had to flee and go overseas and, and never come back, you know, to a country without extradition. For You know, he's one of her treason to this day. So it's just like all these things that we see on TV, the stuff about the aliens, just like we said, now they're confirming that there's aliens like these people, nobody has a, that creative an imagination. The one percent allowed those people to make those movies and things mm-hmm. like that to get money from the masses and to keep us thinking that this is creative imagination, so that they could cover up and use mm-hmm. um, television as a form of distraction. To and and so that when people start talking and stuff like that, you can say, "Oh, they're crazy, they're quack. This is fictional." When really and truly, you knew all along in the background that these things were true. These things were happening, right. and so. Like they you know, like to your point all the time, Antonio. Whoever controls the media controls the narrative, right? Same thing with the production companies and the big time movie mm-hmm. theaters and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. control what you see and how you receive it and take it in. So we're gonna tell you this is fiction. We're gonna run it across the TV. These are fictional, just like just like all these Law and Orders and Ion Dick Wolf mm-hmm. that created to be running five different shows. He's using actual case files to make these shows. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> but it, and it also, also to your to your point, to make it normal for you. So when it happens, you like, yeah. oh, I've seen this movie before, and it's actually not a movie anymore. Mhm. <laughs> it's reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> oh yeah, that part. Man, this has been a time. Mhm. Yep. Healthy conversation. <laughs> That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to hear more healthy conversation or become a part of the conversation, um, or you have suggestions that would lead the conversation, of you know, that means that if you have something that you'd like us to discuss, or if you have a business that you would like to come on and share and advertise and talk about, 
You can do that by emailing us at thegospeltruthnobs at gmail.com. Also, you can hear our podcast on multiple platforms. Some of the most popular ones are Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Stitcher. Um, yeah, and if we're not there, please know that we will be coming soon to a podcasting station near you. Um, hmm. Getting better with it. Yeah, huh? Yeah, huh? Getting better with it. You got to get it add a little flavor, you know? Yeah, we coming, but it's how are we coming? That's the question. How are we coming? How are we coming? Oh, baby, we coming to play. <laughs> we coming for it all day, you hear me? Pimp juice. Come on, Pimp. Spread <laughs> us around. Spread us around. Share us with your friends, your family, on your social media. Share us with your Uber driver. Share us with your Lyft driver. Share us with anybody that you have a conversation with because, uh, you know, we have healthy conversation here, and we need everybody to be a part of that. All day, every day. My brother, I'm mm. guessing you have a quote for us. I do. I do. And it's a very simple one. It came from a good group out of, based out of Atlanta, Georgia. It's called Crime Mob. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Is, are you, are you going to read the quote or are you going to keep on qualifying it? No, no, no. Okay. I'm going to wrap it. I need, I need you to pay attention. That's your problem right there. You're not paying attention. Right, well, I'm paying attention. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think nuck, so. Nuck if you buck. <laughs> from, from you don't mob. know that song? <laughs> no. Really? You don't know I'm that not, song? No. Not uh, no. You, uh-uh. you got to go look at it. Uh, that's a fact. I'm going to send it to you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you know what's coming now. Yeah, nuck if coming. you buck. Look, All I can book. say is, open your mind. I can, I can hear diamond voice in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> open your mind. <laughs> open your mind. God bless. Open your mind. God bless. <laughs>